Hello, everybody. Uh, hang on just a minute. I got a little bit of a tech business here. Not much, but a little bit. I see I locked Jonathan. So I'll have to see uh, who else I have locked out. Uh, <coughs> accidentally, of course. And let's see. There's Jonathan. Okay. Hey, Jonathan, I'm sorry I uh, uh, had you locked out there, pal. It was uh, completely unintentional. Uh, and let's see if there's anybody else that's dropping me a little uh, a note to that effect. I don't see anybody yet. Uh, if somebody could remember to have me check in three or four minutes, that would be great. Um, <clears throat> let's see who a couple of people wrote in um, uh, today, letting us know they wouldn't be here. Uh, one of them was Joyce, let me know that she would not be here, and Andrew McFarland. Joyce will be back next week. Andrew might not be back for two weeks. He's on vacation with his family, um, and we're going to miss them. We'll, we'll miss them all. But we are uh, we're, we're we're pleased. I'm very very pleased to have those of you who are with us with us, and because you're the ones who are supposed to be here. <laughs> if anybody else was here, we it'd be too many of us. All right. Um, so, uh, whoops, there we go. So uh, let me uh, let me first say let me we got several new people with us today either with us or yeah there's uh, is it Alvaro is that correct? Hi Fred, it's Alvaro. Say it say it again, please. Alvaro. Alvaro. Okay. Yes, I'll, that's correct. If I get that wrong, you'll just have to forgive me. Otherwise, you'll be copying a resistance. I never. Stay no, I, ha I have a weird name, so don't worry. No worry. <laughs> no, I, I bet you have a very unweird name for Colombia, South America. <laughs> the uh, so <clears throat> Al 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 Alvaro, is that yes. right? Yes. Wow. Correct. The uh, so Alvaro, South America, woke up um, in the last just the last few days, really maybe last week, uh, from one, uh, one of my videos, which I'm pleased to. Sure. Uh, uh, announce and, and, and welcome you home, Alvaro. Thank you. And, uh, and Alvaro. And, and then Carrie Flocky joins us again. And Carrie uh, and I had an awakening session the other day, and I'm hoping that uh, that, that awake, conscious awakeness is still peeking through those eyes. And uh, the, here and there. All right. So, um, and let's see who else is with us. Oh, Christine, you're back from China. Very good. Welcome. Glad to have you back with us, dear. I uh, hope all that went well. And um, I think there's some, oh, yes. And is it, uh, so is it EJ, EJ Levine? Yes. Okay. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. The, uh, and of course, the, the regular group of suspects here. Um, so <clears throat> let me go around and say hello to them. So, Mike Zerbel, hello, and I think you have uh, the uh, you have the okay to record if you haven't done yet yet done so. For once, I'm actually on top of it. Um, I think I actually have everyone uh, muted, and uh, so Carrie no, again. Fred, not, 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 um, Excuse me. The two new people are muted. I didn't hear that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. You need to go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah, okay, thank you. So let me get to that. And okay, I got everybody muted. Thank you, Chris. And um, <clears throat> Vince, good to see you. I see you've been doing some writing for the forum, which I'm pleased about. 
And uh, hello, Barbara. How are you this morning, dear? Always good to see your shining face. Julie, it's wonderful to see you. The, uh, so, and oneness, how are you, sir? Good to see you. Yes, excellent. Conscious Awakeness speaks from England. The uh, Robin in Denmark, how are you, sir? Excellent. Good to see you. Uh, David, a pleasure, sir. Yeah, good to see you. And uh, Kelly in Switzerland, how are things there, dear? And just for those of you who don't know, uh, Julie is also in uh, England. And uh, Harvey is in the U.S. Hey, Harvey, how are you? And Christine again, so pl pl pleased to have you. Huxley in California. Jonathan, where are you? I forget. Um, I'm not hearing you, Jonathan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Virginia. Virginia. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's right. That's right. I remember now. The uh, So we're... You're glad to hear have some non-dual teacher that doesn't have an accent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, so Kathleen, uh, how are you, dear? Thank you so much for your help. Good article. Thank you. Best best title of an article that I, I probably ever saw. That's just wonderful. The uh, and Chris, it's a pleasure to see you, sir. Thank you for your help. I'm going to call on you in just a minute. Carter, how are you? Very good to see you. And Lucas, it's nice to have you back. Yeah, we missed you last week. Um, and Joel, a pleasure as always. Thank you so very much, sir. Max, hey, how are you? Good, it's a joy to have you. And there's Kim. Hey, Kim, how are you, dear? Yeah, good to see you. Oh, excellent, excellent. Now, see, you've got one big dog still healthy there. I hope the little one is doing okay. We got the big one, okay. That's good. And uh, so, and there, whoops, John just just came in and, and changed places with you, Kim. Hey, John, good to see you. And um, uh, there, and then EJ, and EJ, where are you located? I'll unmute you long enough for you to tell us where are you, what part of the country you're in or what part of the world? Okay, we'll uh, we'll live in mystery. So, um, and and Eric, how are you? I guess you're fine. So, um, Chris, if you would please, since we got some new people, just go through the the mechanics of how this little room works, please. Okay, um, if you look at your screen, um, you know you're either you can either be in the the gallery or the speaker mode and the speaker mode you'll have a big picture in the middle with who's ever talking that's also a good hint as to whether you're uh, you're mute or your mic is on if you go down to the bottom of the of your screen on the uh, left hand side the extreme left hand side you can see a button that says mute uh, you want to click on that uh, if you uh, to keep your mic muted um, and when you're talking you can unclick it it's probably a good idea, even when you're the main person talking to Fred, to mute yourself. Um, uh, but definitely when you're not talking, put that mute on, so uh, otherwise the sound quality can suffer. Next to that, on the left-hand side, the second button over, you can see a stop video. Uh, it's nice to see your face. It's great. It's really helpful, I think, in the, in the, in the, the sad song. But if you're doing something you don't want people to see or need to check out, you can hit that stop video button. If you continue along the bottom, probably the key then is that participants uh, button. Now, if you hit that, another window will open up on the right-hand side, and that 
you can see everybody else. And very uh, importantly, at the bottom of that, there's a raise hand. So if you want to speak, when you come to the question portion, you want to hit that raise hand button, and that way Fred can see you. Um, and then if you can, you can uh, unraise your hand. It'll be the same. It'll switch to unraise when your hand is raised and uh, when you're called upon. So it's good. Um, watch out for me and my crazed anti-mute uh, uh, stuff, but that's not super important. The most important thing is that you are able to participate and, uh, and get as much as you can out of it. Thank you. Thank you very much. The, uh, uh, so um, we also had just uh, uh, we have a second page today because there's, there's, there's uh, more than 25 of us, and um, uh, there's a bit of bouncing back and forth. But I see that Connie is with us. Thank you, Connie. Pleasure as always, dear. And uh, and and Mira, my love, you're here as well. Good yes. to have you with us. I might miss the last half hour, but it's better than missing all of it. So that's right. And we'll and we'll we'll celebrate while you're here, and we'll weep when you're gone, but we'll all make it anyway. So <laughs> glad to have you. Um, and Eric, it's a pleasure to see you, sir. The uh, over there in um, Indiana, but you're probably not in Indiana. You are in South Dakota right now, I think. Anyway, so and it's a uh, it looks like you are frozen, which is another low bandwidth issue. That's fine. So if you if you notice that you're it, that it, it appears that my bandwidth is okay because I've got everybody on. Um, the so if there's a if you should happen to lose me though, holler if you lose the video, holler and I'll click my click my thing on and off so that you we can again bring me back into focus. Um, so I guess we're we're going to go in there's Eric and actually moving around now. We've got some bandwidth. Hey. The, uh, just one second, I want to check again and make sure I don't have anybody else locked out. And if I do, they're keeping mum about it because I don't see anything. And just one moment, and then we're going to take a minute to sort of check in with each other. Uh, but I want one thing I want to look at first. Okay. So. <clears throat> Since we've got this many, let's just take one minute, but let's do take one minute, please. Uh, the, the, we have, there are a lot of things uh, about us that are different, but we also um, have uh, one very strong commonality, and that is the sense of being. So let's all please just take a minute to notice that, notice the sense of being, that thing that we not only have in common, but that thing that actually is us.
Okay, great. So uh, let's go ahead and, and launch into something. Before I launch into something, I can't, I never do this, but I just can't not do it. It just, I just loved it so much that Betsy told me uh, about a scene in a movie that she saw this morning and it was uh, two gangsters. And uh, one of the gangsters was, was uh, put the, pouring the concrete around the other gangster's feet. And uh, so the gangster that was being, con you know, that was getting his feet done said, uh, you know, if our positions were reversed, I wouldn't be doing this to you. And the first gangster she had said, yes, but that's in the abstract. And this is concrete. <laughs> so, so, so we're, uh, we're going to be talking about concrete things today. Uh, so <clears throat> what I was actually thinking about, and, and we'll just, we'll touch on this and see if it, if it carries a spark. We, and I know that, I know that pretty much all of you know better, but, but let's discuss what it might mean for us. And that's the, the idea that comes through us through, um, Eastern teachings and actually through Western mystical teachings as well is that um, our number one job uh, was supposed to be renouncing the world or is supposed to be renouncing the world. And in theory, we were supposed to, to do that in order to wake up. And then in theory, we're supposed to do that in order to stay awake. And I notice that that's not actually the case, but there is something that, that we do want to touch upon based on is that the renouncing of the world is just part that's part of culture it's part of tradition and it's the part of the spiritual tra tradition and uh, it comes and I think it comes from an early understanding which is that it's pretty easy, easy to notice worldly distractions and the and the and the quickest solution to that is to remove them. But what I notice is that um, if if I renounce the world for even a couple of days, and I haven't done this in quite a while, but when I used to renounce the world and go camping, that it was actually a pretty crowded little uh, camping space because I took all of you with me. <laughs> And, um, and I had my wars with you outdoors. That was the big difference is that I now had a war that was outdoors instead of a war that was indoors. It was, um, Byron Katie discovered that much the same thing after she woke up and she discovered the same thing I discovered, which was that, um, that she was inhabiting a crazy person. And so, um, she took her crazy person to the desert to do inquiry in order to, um, uh, in order to help wake her up and or actually to help clear her up. I, I think she could not have been much more awake if she'd been sitting on dynamite. So I think she was very, very awake, but not all that, but not all that clear. So clear meaning that there's a certain understanding and the beginning of a, a certain maturity, which is that, um, 
maybe this is not actually about the unit's experience. Maybe it's not actually all about how the unit feels and the way the unit feels and the, and the, and the experiences the unit should be having and all of that. Um, it, instead, it is, a, it, it, we can actually, if you will, renounce experience. We don't need to renounce the world. But, um, and we're all in the world. We all look like we have fairly comfortable little spots in the world. Um, having been homeless uh, numerous times in my life, I can tell you I'm not giving this up easily. <laughs> so I, I have already renounced the world nine times. I'm not going to do it a tenth. And uh, at least I don't plan on doing it. But I didn't really, I don't know that I planned on doing any of the others either. But it's been a nice run in between homeless conditions. So I'm hoping this will stick. And so we can renounce our attachment to experience rather than uh, craving additional experiences, more experiences. Um, bigger and better experiences, higher and faster and cooler experiences. The, 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 the easiest way that I know to halt all spiritual progress in a heartbeat is to resist this present moment. And every time that, every time that there's a sense of oscillation, for those of you who are, who are experiencing oscillation, you, you can know that it always comes back to one thing. There's only one thing that causes that. And that is the resistance to, to this arising, resistance to the content of this arising. And it may be, um, it may be tragedy, um, or it may be, it can actually be in the midst of ecstasy where there is the noticing that this will never last. And so I start missing it before it's gone and um, or it, it, it can show up in different ways, but it's always going to be resistance to the present moment. I should be clearer than this. I should be awake and I'm not. Um, and uh, if I was really awake, I wouldn't be acting like this. If um, gee whiz, I'm still, <clears throat> I'm still, I'm still honking the horns at people and I shouldn't be doing that. And we can all agree that that would not be a skillful action. <clears throat> unless you're fixing to have a wreck, at which point probably a very skillful action. But just doing it at random, <clears throat> I don't think we'd vote for that. But we notice that it's happening until it doesn't. So we can, uh, we can renounce our contrary opinions. Contrary to what? Contrary to reality. That's what's happening. You see, there actually is nothing beyond reality. And I know, I know most of you know this anyway, maybe all of you know it, but there's, there's no, nothing contrary to reality. There's no contrast to reality. There's no comparison to reality. There's no alternative to reality. There's just this. And when I decide that this isn't good enough, then what happens is, I've, is, is that I've, I've now reverted to dreaming. Conscious awakeness has, it will have at that point gone unconscious. You'll remember a few weeks back, I told you about that experience where I had a thought come in when I was in the line at McDonald's that you know, I'm just going to crack up. 
And then it was just pure resistance to the present moment. And not only that, but it was guilty of another thing too, which was I was stacking all of the, I was stacking all of the apparently previous spent moments onto this one. So that this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened and none of them should have happened because I know better than that. But actually I noticed that I didn't know better than that. I just like to think I know better than that, but I, I, obviously I didn't know better than that. So that stacking of events, that's something that we, again, we can renounce that where it's because, you know, if you look like if you're, if you've been married for a while, perhaps you might've noticed that there's a, a once in a while, there's a little bit of a tiff in the house. I, I, I have to say there's, there's never much of one here, but I can remember other marriages where there were. I can't even remember this one prior to waking up where there was much in the way of that, but the, uh, but I can remember it in, uh, in other marriages and when it would come up, it would always, well, you always do that. Right. And it's, and it's adding this offense and that offense and that offense and that offense. And you didn't never knew that anybody was taking, was taking note of that and keeping count, but they were. And we do that with ourselves. So forget a word worrying about doing it with your mate. Your mate will recover, but you may not. So um, try to try to renounce that. The um, the sense of separation that we experience. Uh, we notice that we until un, well, actually, I mean, there's always some sense of separation because there's a sense there's a sense that there's a thread here. We've not found one but there's a sense that there's a Fred here. There's a sense um, <clears throat> that, uh, that I'm here and you're there. And let me just go check, make sure I don't have anybody locked out. Let me just, right. uh, yeah, I do have somebody locked out. Here we go. And, ba -ba -ba and please join us. Okay, so that should get Allison with us. Hopefully that'll be the last one. I had a bunch of new people this week and I tried to do the best I could on getting everybody on the list, but I noticed I didn't get uh, everybody on the list because um, I locked a couple of you out. I'll try to make amends for that. So this, there's, there's always some sense of separation and it's, um, even now there could, I mean, I don't know that I actually have, um, I'm trying to tell you that there's a sense of separation here now, but actually when I look, I can't find one. So, but, but I can remember many is the time that, uh, that I, I have felt that. And there's a, certainly the perception wise, there's a sense of separation here now because my mind is still in the same habit that it was in for the first 50 years, which is that, uh, is that I'm still thinking that space is the thing that, that my mind is still believing that space is the thing that's dividing us from everything else instead of realizing that space is the thing that's joining everything to everything else. And when I begin to believe that, that when I begin to privilege objects um, over space, um, when I begin to think that, that what this is really all about is um, 
objects and not the space, then I will experience a sense of separation because I'll get a sense of distance between me and other objects. And it will be so compelling that it will be pretty much irresistible. Hello, Allison. Uh, uh, sorry I had you locked out. I also had Jonathan locked out. I just, you know, it's <clears throat> notice that I, but I'm terrible to say it, but I noticed that was the way it was supposed to be until now when you're with us. And we're uh, glad to have you with us. You weren't supposed to be here at the beginning, but we're delighted to have you here now. And, uh, and, the, and, 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 and that's sort of just a way of me covering for Fred. <laughs> so, um, so this sense of separation is that I can renounce the lie of that. I can, I may still experience separation or the sense of separation. But if I've decided to renounce experience, then I'm not privileging my thinking over my experience. Um, Kelly, I can just see the top of your head, love, and I'm glad, thank you very much. The, uh, so, <clears throat> the, what, Betsy, close that door, please. Thank you. Little, little background competition. And the, uh, so, if I renounce the, if I renounce experience as being what's primary, then even though my experience is that, gee whiz, there's a me here and a you there and a, and a, and a world in between us and all of that, even though that can be my, may be my experience until it's not, then, and, and it's always going to be there to some degree. My eyes here are never going to learn non-duality. I mean, they're just not going to get it, right? So they're always going to see things in a, partic in a particular way. But the mind overrules much of that because I no longer experience that, but that's because of time in grade, because I've been doing this a long time. I've been conscious awakeness has been flowing through this body for a long time. And that will also happen with you, providing you pursue this and, and continue to clear. As I've, um, I'm really, really pleased to see uh, some new people here because you are the ones who will clear. You have all the people I meet with. The ones who will clear will be the people that, that pursue it afterwards. Because there's always that, that, that there's the, the desire to graduate, to claim this and say, I got it. Thank you very much. I'm done. And what I want to tell you, if it was that easy, I'd be unemployed. So it works to my, it works to my advantage and sadly to your disadvantage, but pursuing it is, is the only answer I know for that. So we can renounce separation. We can also, what's the other thing that we're just habitually addicted to? And we've mentioned it earlier, but it's thought is that I'm just addicted to thought, right? That's what we all are. We're just, Oh, and it, because we're constantly responding to shit that's not happening. Pardon me. <laughs> that's the truth is we're constantly reacting to stuff that's not occurring. It's occurring here, but it's not occurring in the world. And it's, uh, it's a happening here, but not in the room with me. You know, that if you look at your situation right now, if you really look at 
just where you are right this moment, I don't think you're going to be able to find much in the way of a problem. I just don't think so. I, I, I can tell you that in the absence of a Fred, and we're not taking one out of this picture, we're just not putting one in the picture where there's not one already. In the absence of a Fred, I, can experience, I have no experience of a problem. I have no, in the absence of a Fred, I notice that thoughts still arise, but that I don't cling to them. I don't, I don't, I don't grasp them. And I don't, I don't privilege my thoughts over experience. I don't overcome my, my direct experience with my indirect thinking. We're back to that abstract and concrete. See, so it's the, because always in my life, I have used this, abstract thought to overcome the concreteness uh, of, of this moment because I never paid any attention to this moment. I was really only paying attention to what I thought about this moment, which I knew was far more important than this old moment. You know, it's um, this moment supposed to serve Fred. And if it's not serving Fred, it's screwed up. <laughs> And it's just, um, that's, that's the way I really did see it. And it's the, and it, that, that story is still available to me today. So, um, these are things that we can renounce instead of renouncing the world. Um, uh, I can remember, um, that both Nizagadatta and Ramana Maharshi, um, Nizagadatta Maharaj and Ramana Maharshi, both of them, would they have both had um, uh, devotees who wanted to who would ask about going to live in the jungle and Nizagadatta would would tell them why do you need to do that I mean you know you it, uh, it's it, that wouldn't be good for your family and it wouldn't be and it wouldn't enhance your spirituality you just you just go out there and find out you would you had taken your mind with you so you wouldn't actually be alone at all um, and Ramana would say, you know, there's no need to do that. Just find out who it is that wants to go to the jungle. <laughs> and that, and, and that will, that will nip that in the bud. I say that same thing is that this is the, this is the 21st century. Um, we are living in the West. I think everybody that is here and everybody that will be hearing this actually is in the West. We have been deeply influenced and are deeply grateful for our Eastern uh, teachings and traditions and we respect those, but they are, but they're not ours. This non-duality that we're doing, it just can't be an Eastern thing. We just can't hang it onto an Eastern peg. Uh, I, 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 I study a little bit of Western philosophy and I go back and I find non-duality there too it's just that it's a little bit a little bit different it's not quite out front the way that eastern is um but it's but it's there and it's uh it's not a wet this thing that we're doing is not a western thing either it's not western or eastern it's not male or female it's there is no there's no opposite to it. It's non-duality says it is exactly what it says it is, all inclusive. So this is just what we're doing. There's and and 
we don't have to abide by any traditions or any um, uh, formulas or any set of uh, actions or uh, what do they call it in the Catholic Church? Starts with, I can't remember. Any rate, it doesn't make any difference. Whatever the, the, the rituals and everything are, is that we don't have to go by any of that if they don't feel authentic to us. It doesn't make what make any difference what they feel like to anybody else. If they feel authentic to us, let's pay attention to them. If they don't, let's get rid of them and not, not even go there. So um, let us now take some questions. Uh, no one has no one has put up a hand yet, so I'm, I'm waiting and I'd be glad to. Okay, um, Alvaro. The, yes, you, you get it right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Appreciate the the, uh, the confirmation. So, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Fred. Thank you. Tell very, me, very glad to be here. Oh, I'm very very glad to have you here. I really am. There's Ian, and uh, Ian is also in. Well, either in, Ian is either in England or the Philippines. I don't know which. He bats back and forth. Good to see you, Ian. Um, so, Al Alvaro. Welcome to Satsang. Thank Delighted you. to have you with us. Delighted to have had email with you in the last little while. Um, you have a question that I can help you with. Yes, Fred. Uh, you you were telling us about not resisting the present moment. Mm -hmm. That is that's very important. It's crucial for for clearing. Mm -hmm. So my question is is a very specific one. Is how about if a panic or fear or something like that arises? How, how to not resist that? How to, how to kind of live with that? Okay, so let, I can only tell you the way that it, what, what has happened here, what I've done and what's worked for me. It doesn't mean that it will work for you. It doesn't mean that you don't need something else. else. I, can, I can give you a surefire recipe for Fred, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> which is one that I got from another teacher a long time ago. And that is, um, in the midst of a panic attack, you're probably not going to have the clarity of mind to do anything but freak out. And so, you know what I say there? Freak out. Just go ahead and just let it through. And, and because you, it's going to happen anyway. But as soon as there is enough presence of mind, in other words, when conscious awakeness begins to notice that it's freaking out and the conscious awakeness never ever has to freak out because this is the key. Whoever it is that's freaking out is always the character. Conscious awakeness will never, ever, ever freak out. Okay. So there's a, when, when it feels like that is happening, that will be identification with, that will be the unit uh, identification with the character or the unit or the unit character. We want to put it. Um, versus conscious awakeness, but there, but <clears throat> when there's total identification, there's no awareness of conscious awakeness. There's no, I've lost conscious awakeness. I, that, it, it's not coming through me anymore. I, I, or there, because there, it'll be just like there never was. Like you've never heard that phrase. There's just, and so <clears throat> we don't want to resist that fear. Okay. So, and, and, and we wouldn't know how to anyway. In other words, we can't sit down and calculate how will I resist that fear because in panic you won't. So just have at it. 
But as soon as there's enough conscious awakeness there to recognize that it's freaking out unnecessarily, then what I do, and this has been, this is extraordinary. I'll tell you a quick story about it that most people, most, most everybody here has heard probably more than once, but it would be a good one to, to share. And that is that you just simply, you relax to the best of your ability. And when at that time for me, I was so frightened and so freaked out. And, and this was 24-7. This was not any particular moment. Just my, my life, I was just so incredibly fearful. It was years ago, I was afraid I was going to go to prison or something that Betsy and I were going to be separated. And it was just, you know, we were trying to surrender to what had not yet happened, which is impossible. Um, but we had to try to discover it. The, so when I relaxed, it was relaxed, like almost, almost physically shaking. I'm sure that there was some probably trembling. And, but I just, but rather than resist that, which is what I always did, which was try to push that to the back of my mind, try to get busy so I wouldn't think about it, um, try to change my, the, 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 my focus on what I was thinking about. All of those things may be effective for just a moment, but they're not letting that through. And, it, and, and if you're not letting that bubble to the surface, there's no way for it to burst. So we have to allow these things to come through. They're not, <clears throat> we have to let them come through, which means that I just relax and instead of, instead of resisting that fear, I just let it take me. And this is not easy, but it is absolutely doable and it's not as hard as the mind makes it out to be. And the first thing that you do is that when you let this overtake you is notice that it's not fatal because your mind is telling you that this is fatal, that this is, that this is your extinction coming up, right? It's right here. Ah, and you instead just notice that it doesn't kill you. Uh, the second thing would be to then is to notice that if you absolutely had to, could you live the rest of your life like that? And I tell you that I was in absolute hell, but when I really looked at it from that standpoint, I went, well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to, but I noticed I've been doing it for a year, and so I probably could do it forever, and that it's not all black, right? That even with this, even with this fear, it comes and goes, it gets better, it gets worse, um, but it's not, it's, it's not stagnant. And I could do this as long as, as it was required. Because what, what we do is we always say, oh, I can't take any more of this. And then we do. You know? because that's just the way. I, was. Like, I can't do any more, take any more of this. This is like instruction to God to lay off. And um, most of the time, that won't happen. The, uh, because it just the universe doesn't really have its ear to my mouth to hear the, all the whispers and directions that, I, that I'm clamoring to give it. Let it just come through. Notice it's not fatal. Notice that you could stand it longer if you needed to. If you had to, you could stand it. You might be able to notice that I did, that I could actually stand it forever. Then you realize that it's not, that whatever it is that's going on, it's not as big as you're making it. 
you see this? It's just that if you're blowing it up and you're, you're, because what happens is, is it's not about this fear. It's about the fact that oh, this fear is going to go on forever. It'll, it'll wreck, it's going to wreck my life. I'm going to, just like I always knew, I'm going to end up pushing a shopping cart through alleys. And right, just that, that's just, there's, I can't tell you how many people have told me that that's their, that they, they feel like that's their secret uh, destiny is just to be out there. Well, I mean, I've been out there, but hell, I always made it to, you know, I mean, it was a, it was a, I, 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 nobody ever put me out there other than Fred, right? So, um, allow it to come through and see what happens. Let me tell you the quick story and that one time I had a woman, this was like four years ago or something, quite a while. And I, but I had a woman in England and she, uh, her, she was in her eighties and she had been ill and she was depressed and her family just bought her like a, we say in America with football, that was a, a Hail Mary pass, right? Just the last, just the last straw, the last attempt to do something. And so they bought her a, a, a session with me in the off chance that this fraud might actually be able to help her. And so I spoke with her and it turned out that she was a lifelong seeker and that, um, but she had of course not, not discovered her true nature. She was in her eighties. She knew she was fixing to, that she wouldn't be with the earth for so long. Right. I mean, my, my father-in-law is 98, but we do look at that as being slightly unusual. And the, so when I started talking to her, she actually opened up beautifully. She was hearing everything I said. I mean, I really thought I was going to have to go one, two, three, A, B, C with this quote, all lady. And instead she could hear everything I was saying. She was just doing beautifully. And then all of a sudden she wasn't doing beautifully. She started going, because I, I actually had her do that same exercise that I just related to you. I had her do that exact same exercise to help overcome her fears and that she was constantly um, uh, suffering from. And she said, no, nah, no, Fred, I can't, I can't. I can't. You know, that, that, that's right. I asked her to just start the relaxing, start the letting it take her over. No, no, I can't, I can't, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then, and I was saying, well, just try it. And, and she said, oh, I can't do it. My heart, my heart. And she closed her eyes and went back like that. And I thought, oh my God, I've killed her. Right. <laughs> it was, and it was like, I just couldn't like, could I, it was, was, you know, my, I mean, my, 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 my mind immediately went to, can this be traced? Are they going to be able to find out who it was that was on Skype with her when she died? And, and is there any way that I can take that off or get rid of that tape? And this is all taken two seconds. <clears throat> and, and, and through my mouth to, to my utter astonishment and, and horror came the words that came out of my mouth were, well, just try, let it take you over and let's see if, if you have a heart attack. That's what I said. See if you have a heart attack. And she, <clears throat> and she actually took me 
my word for it. And she got very quiet. <clears throat> her body was physically shaking the way I described it. Mine probably was when I was in terror too. She was physically shaking like this, but she closed her eyes. She, this woman really wanted to wake up and she closed her eyes and she just let the fear take her and she could just see. And I just was waiting for her to just to fall out the chair. And then the, the shaking grew less and then it grew less. And then, it, then there was no shaking. Then the face relaxed. She looked, began to look much calmer and she opened her eyes and she looked at me and she said, well, I can't hide there anymore, can I? And, uh, and, and within, I don't know, the drama would say at that moment, but probably it was within, but it was certainly within the next few minutes, she did wake up. Okay. She, that was the thing was that she was willing to, she was, there was a faith in that, which I'm, I talked about in the video that I cut yesterday. If you haven't seen it, you might want to take a look at it. Uh, I've actually put up two new videos yesterday, one uh, from my house and one from a satsang I did in May with another organization. And <clears throat> there was a faith that she had faith in me that she would try it. She had faith in the teaching that I wouldn't lead her astray. She actually did the work, which was to stop and just allow herself to be terrified. And then she noticed that there was nothing that could actually terrify her because it just conscious awakeness begins to peek through. And if there's anything conscious awakeness is not familiar with, it's terror. <laughs> so there's my, there's my long answer to your pretty short question. Anything Thank you. Else? That's okay. That's okay. Great. Thank you very Thank much. You. And uh, I think it was, uh, yes, Joel. Hey, Joel, how are you? I'm good. Hi, Fred. Fine. A couple thoughts and a question. While you were talking, I, I, started, I started laughing at myself. You know, the, the thing about um, uh, resisting the present moment, which I spent most of my life doing, uh, and there's such a realization that, you know, all that was just an illusion, you know, uh, it, it, as though uh, I had a choice, you know, as though, it, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, what do you think of reality, Joe? I vote no, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it was absolutely crazy. Yeah. And, and um, this turns all of that on its head. I, used, I have a, a T-shirt I've had for years. Uh, I used to wear it says no resistance no judgment no attachment spiritual in nature and you know i used to wear that to kind of remind it's the joel character wearing that because the joel character is trying not to resist yeah <laughs> not, you know right. not, not to accept and and all of that and again this you know it turns all of that on, on its head because there is because everything is spiritual in nature there is no joel to resist really mm -hmm. um you know my question is you, you said once to me that uh, you know, in dropping the identification with the character, that it's like oneness has Joel-free moments. Yeah. And I, w I wanted to ask you. So, for you, what is a, a Fred-free moment? Is that something that only occurs really when you're meditating and you shift and let go of language, or are in fact you able to play out here in the you know satsang is like playing in the playground of the relative, but at the same time, so to do this, do you have to, on some level, 
become or identify with the Fred character? Or are you just kind of always aware that it is, it still is a Fred free moment. It's just oneness playing through Fred as you do this. What's a, what's a Fred free moment for you? So, well, this what's oneness having a Fred free moment look like this is, this is oneness having a Fred free moment, right? That's now. what I thought. So, and that's confirming to me because as I go through life these days, it feels like, you know, there are long periods of a sense of freedom from, you know, the Joel character, that it's all just, you know, living through, through this character, through this body, even when I'm not thinking about it. It's like, uh, uh, it's just the truth. It's just the given. So that's so when, helpful. When, we, Joel, when we're, when, um, if you think about my sense of being meditation, yeah, then... What is that? That is, I mean, because what I'm suggesting that people do is nothing. <laughs> right. Is right. Is just just sit there, notice the sense of being, but don't actually do anything. But are you? But are you? When you do that, and you did it today, my thought was, well, is he saying, you know, get into the Joel character and notice the sense, the Joel's sense of being. That no. Joel has a sense of being. No. 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 Right, because it's, we're not trying to get. We, we, we don't know that we're not trying to get a Joel to meditate. When when I am doing the sense, when I am, if I am doing the sense of being meditation, which actually I am doing almost all the time, right? right. Just the way that it happens. It's not I'm doing it. It's just really. It's just what I am. When when I recommend that somebody do the sense of being meditation, then what I'm suggesting they do is practice practice being themselves, and I mean that quite literally with a like a capital T to practice being uh, themselves. Because what I am is this, right? It's, it's this is not other than me. This is not other than me. I'm not I'm not limited to even this. Not just not only am I not limited to one of these, but I'm not limited to this either. It's a sense of my true nature meditation. So it is. It is true nature. Yeah. That, that that's that the real. That's right. right. Okay. When the when the, there now there's an ego that meditates. Right. And it it's doing its very best to right. meditate its way out of itself. Right. But it you know you just that's that's going to be pretty difficult to do. But we it's what we do until we don't do it because it's the only thing that we can do. What we do here is, in, is, is that we understand the absolute view, but we try, what we refer to the practical, which is that we use the unit, it's the only tool we have, is, is the, the unit. And we use the unit to go beyond the unit. We use the mind to go beyond the mind. We use language to go beyond language. These are the tools we have. None of them are adequate for bringing about spiritual awakening, but all of them are like cultivating and watering the soil so that the seeds of spiritual awakeness can grow, break through the ground and break through the hard ground and then, and then flourish. It's just the same way, you know, when we look about the, the clearing thing, which you've been so very good at and, and at pursuing, when we look at that, then it, it's the same thing that when we, um, when we have a, a plant that we're growing, that we're trying to bring about a, seed, a, a growth and nurture, and we're nurturing a seedling, 
is that when it, once it breaks ground, we don't say, well, thank God I was a success and then leave it the hell alone. We still will go back and we'll water it and we'll weed it and we'll do. And that's exactly what we're doing with clearing is we're going back and we're watering and weeding the stuff that grows up onto the, the, the pureness of this, right? Cause this, this is like, this is like a window and, but stuff grows on the window, stuff fogs the window, the window gets dirty from this. We, we're constantly, each one of these is a window washing session. Every one of these socks is a window washing session. Every private session that I do, it's a window washing session. Because we're always moving forward or we're moving backward, but we're never standing still. So we are cleaning that window. We're in the process of cleaning the window or we're in the process of fogging the window. One of the two, we're just breathing and fogging the window. So it's, it's which one do I want to do? The fogging will come about unconsciously. You don't need to, to, to spend time wondering about how you're going to fog the window. That's just the way that we live. So the unfogging therefore has to be conscious. And when I say conscious here, what I'm saying is that, is that consciousness itself has to be willing to be alert. And it will feel like I, Fred, am willing to be alert, or I, Fred, am, am, am feeling kind of lazy. Eh, I don't feel like it right now. So I'm just going to get on this train going in the other direction. I think I'm stopping at a station, and I'm going to rest on my laurels here for a while and then move forward some more. But the moment that I rest on my laurels, I've actually taken a train in the other direction. So that when clarity begins to return, I'm going to have to catch yet another train back to that station before I can even start to go further than where I was. But, yeah. So it's, it's like borrowing from the old recovery phrase. Clearing is walking up the down escalator. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's, you can do it, but you got to keep moving. And the, what I notice is that, and, and, and sadly, it's people sometimes with the clearest awakenings that will see it and go, oh, I, God, I, finally I got it. Well, by the time they say I got it, they've already lost it. Right. Right? Because there's no one there to have it. That's right. There's, there's just in the same way of that washing the window, there's getting it. And there's nothing but getting it. There's, there's no got it for anybody. I don't have it. We talk about getting it. I don't even know what the hell it is. I know I don't have it. I know that. But what I can tell you is that I'm getting it in the sense that I'm awake to, to this arising right now. That's my experience. And that's the only experience that I can ever report in terms of, because there's just no one here to be permanently awake. It just doesn't work like that. I, I, I was experiencing when Alvaro talked about, when crisis comes, you know, resisting uh, the present moment, that when, when in not being identified with the character, then there's the resistance dissipates, it vanishes. It doesn't make the, you know, all the feelings are still there. Sometimes the fear, sometimes the pain, sometimes the whatever, but I don't know how to describe it, but without the resistance, of the character, therein lies kind of like you say, the lightness, like yeah. like 
comes lighter because you go through it. I, the character goes through it and I'm aware of the character goes through it, but I'm also aware of who I really am, my, my, my real, my nature. And it just, it does, it's not the same. It's, it, it allows itself to go through it in some way. I had uh... oneness going, you know, it, it's Joel's not in crisis. Crisis oneness is having crisis through. It's just happening. It's just happening. It's and, just there's happening. No, and there's no Joel in crisis unless there's a Joel. That's right. And I'm the only one that can invent one that I'm going to experience. Right. I have got my Joel that I experience, right. but it not, may not have anything to do with your Joel, right? right. With the because the, and, and there's no objective Joel out there. Right that we will all experience. There's, there's enough of an agreement. Right. We have enough of an agreement that we can operate, but there's right. no objective anything out there. And in fact, there's no crisis. There's no, there's, no like crisis. there's no problems. There's just other arisings, other situations. That's right. Because all, all the same. It's all in one thing. That's it. It's just one thing. It's, there's, not some, there's not the bad part, right. the good part, you know, that's like, and, and what we want is we just want the good part. That's right. right. All my life. That's that's, yeah, me too. Me too. And, so, and, so the Joel character has to label, this is bad, this is good, this is rather than... And, and, you, could, and, you, could, and you could say it, but when we say that, what we're, is we're, we're not even saying the whole thing because it's, this is bad for Joel, this is good for Joel, because that's how we measure these things. Is, it, is this good for Joel or not, right? Is right. this... You know, the, the we just had a tsunami. Well, Joel won there, so okay, how big a deal can it be? Right, right. So it's right. I mean, that's the that's the what the interpretation that we'll will project under these things. We spend all of our time looking for clarity instead of recognizing that we are always looking from clarity. Right. In fact, the the, the great measure of what's bad and what's good, the barometer of the universe of even whether God is good was always what? My feelings. Yeah, that's right. It feels bad, it's bad, you know, it feels yeah. good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean that's it. So mm-hmm. when I turn when I when I turn my world over to to the character's experience. When I when I turn my my world over to being uh, where I want it to be a reflection of the of the character's wishes, I am just turning my my life over to a crazy man, right? And then saying and 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 straighten up and fly right this time, right? right. It, it, but it can't. It doesn't. It knows nothing about straightening up or flying right. It's a thread, and it's the antithesis of those things. In its in its makeup, it, so this is what we call again. And you know, it's the same thing we had to do in sobriety to, in order to get sober, Joel. Which is that we had to get honest, and we just had to tell ourselves that these are the facts. You know, my one of my sponsors in AA told me, you know, he said, "So, Fred, you know, if I tossed a tennis ball into the crowd, whoever caught it could run your life better than you do," and he was absolutely right. And the, and it's, so I don't want to go back to turning my life over to that crazy man because there is still the experience of a Fred life here. So let's talk about that. Let me back up just a little bit on the the Fred free moment. There is, it really, every month, when when there's not a Fred free moment, that's what I report on. 
when I was in that McDonald's, that was, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a Fred present moment. Right. And I was told you about last week, I think when I was, that I was shaving and a thought came out and said, there's something wrong. That is a, but it, that was a Fred Prost present millisecond, but it was recognized. And so it never actually took, it never took. I didn't grab that thought. I did grab the one at the McDonald's. That's a Fred present moment. So, but there is still a sense of Fred here. Yes. There's, and, and, and here's the thing is I must tell you that as much as I fought him for all these years and knew that I needed to dispose of him entirely, I've actually come to like this little character, right? I mean, he's just, uh, he's, he's quite a character. That's all I can say. And, and that he does what he does and I don't support everything he does. I don't vote for everything he does. And I, I, but I notice that he does it no matter what. Right, it's the same thing, and and that that Fred character has to notice that the universe does whatever it's doing as well. That it's not necessarily take paying heed to the Fred unit's wishes, because it can't, because the Fred unit wants everything, believes it that it is the center of the universe, and that everything should be going just like it wants. Right, yes. but the problem is, is that, is that there's billions of us that believe that very same thing. And, and that's what's made the world as sick as it is, as fast as it has, is that it's the only from seeing from that universal view, instead of the Fred crack, right? The uh, seeing from that universal view, then I noticed that in the absence of Fred, there are no problems. That's right. There's just one. Okay. And the view is what I have a choice about. And, the, and where you view it from, there's at least that feeling of choice. I say it's a choice because right. that's how it feels to me, and I can't dispute that. Right. But, it, but is, is it actually a choice? I don't see room for it. But I do know that there is something called paradox, and right. that is the same way that these units can't do anything to help themselves clean up and clear up, and yet I notice that they do consistently. Yeah. Is the ones who pursue, and maybe those ideas are coming from the universe. I'm not saying they're not. They can't come from anything else. Right. But it's not a matter. But these are that's philosophy. Right. What I'm talking about is how does it feel here? Right. It's the and 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 the way that it feels here is that is that is that I just noticed that if I don't if I miss satsang on the weekend a month that that we don't do it. That that uh, that I miss Satsang that that right. weekend. I really do, and I can feel there's a difference. Right. There's just is because there's, I mean, the connection that that I have with you, apparent others. You're not, but that but it sure looks to me right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't send myself PayPal's. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> what have I accomplished there? So you know, we're showing up as different. We're showing up as differences. The same thing is showing up in lots and lots of different ways. I'm a gold ring one place and a gold tiara another place and a gold bracelet another. Right. But it's all yeah. gold. That's Just like there's a sense, uh, there's something called surrender that you talk about. That's right. And you could philosophize it, but when it's there, you know it. I mean, you when, know, when it's there, you know it, don't you? That's right. Yes. That's the key. You don't give a shit about philosophy at that moment. Right. You don't care about philosophy. It's not, you don't want, you, you, and, and I'm not going to, I'm simply not, because that philosophy is helpful as it can be. It is ultimately not freeing. Right. 
It's not the philosophy that frees us. It's recognition and acceptance. That when I'm resisting the present moment, I am resisting my present form. Right. I am resisting myself. Yeah. I'm resisting how I'm showing up. Right. And obviously that is the antithesis of clarity. Part of, part of the power of satsang for me is it's really beyond all the words and all. It's, it's, and you, you've, it, it's the tuning fork. It's, it it's is the tuning fork. It's the vibration of character-free, <laughs> you know, of that character-free moment. Yes. That, that yes. That's it. Yeah. I, was in a, I was in a meeting this morning, about 30 people, and I found myself, um, the Joel character, whatever, tuning into not the people I'm not really listening to people but I was what I was I was tuning into the uh, the words that came to me and maybe that's the sense of being there uh, was the animating force there's an animating force that's just flowing through every apparent person in this circle and that's the same thing and so I was I was kind of tuning to that mm -hmm. and that's kind of a sense of being Oh, yeah, that is that that's noticing that commonality instead of the differences. Right, exactly. The same thing the same thing that we do here is that we concentrate on the commonality. And what we and, and that's what you know, satsang again, it what the 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 a definition of it is um uh, is association with truth. Right. And that's what we're doing, is we're coming here and we're associating with ourselves here, with ourself, with our single common self. Self comes here to socialize with self, or to, right. when I say socialize, you know what I mean, to just be with itself, and it's capital S is both ways. It's the, so to, what happens here is, and what you're describing is the same thing that, uh, I, I experienced the same thing in recovery, which is that it's actually what's underneath the words that moves us. Right. And it's the same thing that sometimes in private session, we may just talk. We may not necessarily hammer down every, um, every last, you know, non-dual theory or anything like that. We may talk about, you know, what's happening in our relative lives because that there is no relative life as opposed to our spiritual life. Right. They're just life. Right. Just life. Right. And so it's the, and it's life um, tuning into itself. It's coming back to that core vibration. Thank you, Fred. That's very confirmed. Very much. Experience. Yeah. John, we have a very good close up of like your hand, just so you know, and a fork. <laughs> so we're just, so John's with us. He gets exactly what we're talking about. He's messing with a fork and he's hearing this, so he's still with us. Um, so uh, actually, Christine was next. Uh, your hand is now now, but you did have it up, Chris. Okay, um, and then well, she had it up. Is it Chris first? Yeah, I'm first. Okay. Go ahead. I won't argue. And Christine, you're next. Okay, do leave your hand up. The, everyone with the C. C's get to speak now. I had a really interesting. I just before this the um, session started, I got an email. And my business is, I'm an astrologer, 
Mm -hmm. and people ask me specific questions. So rather than looking at their natal chart, I look at specific questions and I can accurately predict that. As amazing as that appears, I can actually make accurate prediction in the dream, so to speak. I can, I can see the dream currents. So this person emailed me and she had two questions. She said, first is, and I'm gonna, am I going to be able to make money from my business in the next six months? And the second question was, if I meditate really seriously, will I wake up and, and know my true nature? And so her, she wanted to know what she should do. So the reading first, right? Well, that was most important. And she came back and said, you need to ask the most important question first. And she said, yeah. that was the, the money one. That's right. Yeah. And so I was like, I just thought that was really interesting and it'll be very interesting for me to navigate it because I will be able to tell accurately whether she's likely, whether she's going to wake up yeah. at least within the you know next six or months or so. Yeah. And, um, but I just was like, of course, my initial reaction is to sort of laugh. It reminds me of that person who asked you about if they woke up, whether it would help with their weight problem. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's that whole thing about the illusory bodhisattva relieves the illusory suffering of illusory beings. That's right. I mean, I can't be like, well, you know, ha, you know, I'm up here. I'm Chris, the enlightened person, and you don't know what you're talking about. Right. So it'll be really interesting to do that, but it's just kind of amazing that here's somebody who knows what it is to wake up, has not an unreasonable method, but but they want to know where they're going to make money first. I mean, then if they do, then they're going to do that instead. Yeah. At the backup, the true nature yeah, thing. That's is kind it. Of a backup. Was, and, and it was always my backup, right? I'd like to get rich and famous. If not, I'll go the spiritual route and get rich and famous there, right? I mean, it was always coming back to that. The, it, it was, it, it was, this was never my, this was not my primary, um, when I say this, I'm talking about truth was never my primary motive until it was, which was sometime down the road from when I started, I'll tell you that. You know, what's funny is I, as I said that, I realized that I'm doing exactly the same thing because oh, very good. I'm like, you know, I'll sit here and I'll be like, got it. And then I'll be like, out of it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'll be saying the same thing. Oh, yeah, well, at least I'll feel better or whatever. It's like, what's the benefit to the character? Yes. So it's just really, that's funny. That just hit me right. Yeah. That there's no need to really be humble because that's what's the difference between them and me and their approach. None. So what, so what you noticed is right there is that there's just one thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same all over, isn't it? Yeah, it is the same all over. You know, let, me, let, me, let me get my ceiling fan. Yeah, just right. Thank you. That it's also the other thing I, I was going to flip to another one of those. I uh, had told you when we were talking earlier this week, I found a book on koans mm -hmm. that was very interesting because it had the answers. Yeah. Right. So it's like, what's the sound of one hand clapping? It said the proper answer is the student yeah. extends his hand at a 45 degree angle and then holds it up to this angle. And there you go. That's the answer to the koan. And we were, we were both enjoying that a lot yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because just like you said, it's not the words, 
it's the underneath. It's underneath. That's right. And until you have that experience, then yeah, there's there, there's no way they can put an authentic answer to a Cohen in a book. <laughs> the same way, that's just exactly the same thing as me writing a book and telling you now, here's the truth, right? I may say it, but say something like that. But if I do, hopefully we're all discounting that, right? And we're all have the common understanding that the truth cannot come out of this thing in 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 language at all because what I am is beyond language. What you are is beyond language. So language will always pull us away from the truth, but it can point toward the truth at the same time that we take, if we, if we take that language as being the moon instead of the finger, then it is that language that we want so badly to take us to the target is going to pull us away from it. It's interesting because with this person, it's like, it's, it's concrete. It's real. And this Chris's reaction was like, first was like, you know, and then it was like, well, tell her about Fred. And now I'm like, I'm just going to have to see what awareness reacts in the moment to this situation. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to have to be from a, a place of openness mm-hmm. and it'll, it'll, it'll spontaneously come up with the right thing right now. I don't know what, I mean, I'm gonna do my best. I know that I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. And then the proper, thing will respond but i don't have a preset i don't know how this is it's fun that's what i thought is really kind of interesting that this here we are just before the satsang someone's asking me should i wake up to my true nature and i was like wow that's really cool and now i'm like you know what i have to have the humility to say i don't know what the what to do in this situation i'm just going to be open that's right i don't yeah and I don't, I certainly not, I don't even know what this unit should be, do. So I certainly can't have a clue as to what that unit should do. Right. And I only know what this unit should do after it's already done it. And then I can see, well, that was perfect. <laughs> even if it was, would be judged stupid by everybody else on the planet, God and I would be able to see that, well, that was perfect. You know, I mean, what, what more could you expect from an idiot? Right. I mean, just that's the perfect idiot thing to do. So when we compare or when, 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 we, when we try to compare reality to what we are just know should be, we're going to lose every time because there is no should be other than what is. And that that and we I can't even be sure that it looks to me like that this is what's supposed to be happening because there's no evidence for anything else to be happening. Now tell me again how that hand was to be held. <laughs> take, some, yeah, right. take some secret notes on that. yeah secret notes on yeah, that. Right. but it's i guess what i feel like is that you know the the one thing that chris can do is get out of the way the one thing that chris can do is be willing to be moved be willing to be moved even further than that because he can't even get out of the way all he can do is be willing to do that. Yeah, exactly. All you can do. We reach that willingness, and uh, that that and, and that willingness is the is the foundation of everything. That's all we can do to uh, toward in the direction of surrender. We can become willing to surrender in a way that I always put that is I can become willing to be other than the way I am. 
right? In other words, that, that from a, and that's kind of coming from a unit perspective. But that's what it's going to feel like is surrendering. It's going to feel like, I mean, that it's going to be that sense of Fred that's going to, that will give up on the Fredness directing everything, you know, or trying to. And really all I'm doing is, is, is just playing a light on what already is, which is there's no Fred doing this anyway, any, any of this. There never was. So when I become willing to give up my the sense of that we're not you know that even though there may still be a sensory experience of Fred, but when I'm willing to give up on the on on believing that, that's the willingness. To, then then I can be moved, and I can't be moved until then. That's what that's what nobody wants to do. And 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 when is that nobody wants same way I didn't. And nobody wants to give the character up. We're just looking for character improvement. Most of the people who will meet with me come to me for dream improvement. That they don't, you know, that, that, that will be, at least that will be their take. Is that it feels very spiritual to them. And the same, the same way it does for gurus in India, that, that, that once they are established as a guru, all of the people come to them, and, but they want to know, so where, you know, when should I plant my corn, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it, 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 it moves from the sublime to the mundane because it is, because we can't not do that. We're hooked up for that. But it's not, but there's nothing about that that's true. Go ahead. If I could. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> oh, you've done it to me again. Oh. Christine, we're going to leave Chris for now. We'll come back if Chris has more things that must be shared. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Your trip to China was safe and... Um, yeah, it's safe. Uh, physically and mentally, there, there are so many things going on. Um, um, I, I want to say this, uh, even though last time I missed one because I was in China, it was a different time frame. And uh, the one I had it before I left um, was very helpful to me. Um, I got a, a, a information, got a text message, and my dad passed away. Um, and then I, I left immediately. There, there were so many things going on. and. Um, whether Catherine said something, Kathleen said something, uh, there's uh, nothing but only this, and uh, really helped me many moments. Um, so um, I was able to, to uh, just focus on whatever in front of me, because there, there's just many things, and uh, 
there's some of them that seem very ridiculous. For example, they would ask me, there's certain documents I had to do. My dad passed away at 85. And uh, they asked me where uh, I need to prove my grandparents from my mom's side and grandparents from my dad's side, their death certificate, if they're dead or not. So I talked to them, I said, you know, they must have to be like 120, do you think? Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so I was uh, uh, able to kind of uh, laugh at it and instead of getting frustrated, and there was a list of long thing, long list of things. Um, there, there's many moments I, I could be a very, um, feel like I couldn't do anything or um, I couldn't get help. Um, but and instead I, I really, um, I, I guess that I was uh, pretty calm to, to finish whatever the task they, they asked me to do, um, get things done. And I was actually proud of myself in a way. Um, and I thought uh, this is very helpful. Um, but then when I got home, um, the issues with my neighbors, uh, I'm building a new home and then the neighbors are not happy with it. Uh, the neighbor actually was like, wait, we live in the area, it's very high density. So the neighbor was like three feet away. Um, so I, I, I found out I immediately dropped into this trap. Um, um, my mind just gave me a lot of uh, terrible images what she could do. And, the things, um, at least the people told us, she poured the water into our foundation before pour the concrete, so we couldn't pour the concrete, so they delayed, delayed. And then I might start getting like, a, she would uh, sabotage the whole construction. And anyway, it, it just, uh, uh, and I will try to find this uh, calmness. This is like, the, there's, <laughs> This is, a, there is only this, nothing but this. Uh, but I still fight with this, right? <laughs> I, I don't want this. <laughs> I, 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 yesterday my husband told me, he said, you, you know, you have to realize not everyone loves us. Uh, but obviously <laughs> I want to be like, uh, I, I tried very nice with her, tried to invite her out for lunch or dinner, tried to talk through, but she just, uh, send the richest mail to us and uh, try to get into the lawsuit or something. I, I feel like uh, scared. Um, but uh, a few minutes ago, listen to everyone's question and your answer. Uh, I realized it's, uh, I think uh, it is uh, true. I still try to get uh, how this thing will benefit Christine. Um, how Christine, how can, can't Christine feel, uh, uh, I mean, I guess how I cannot feel 
uh, fear. This is what uh, I was looking for. Of Chris, yeah, because because and just notice something is that is that Christine will never will will never be fearless. Only awakeness is fearless. So whenever there's fear or any kind of negative emotion that we, that we think we we should be get, shouldn't be here because it's not good for the unit, then just notice that uh, that this is what is. You don't actually know. I can guarantee you right now. Can you tell me that you know that your neighbor? But just so you know, first off, you and your neighbor both love each other. You just don't know it yet. But the second thing is that do you actually know that your neighbor doing what she's doing, it will ultimately be bad for you? Do you know that that's really bad or could it possibly be a good thing in disguise? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking about maybe 20 years later, or I don't know, 20 years, maybe 10 years, five years later, maybe that will be a, a story about a, the building the house or some kind of interesting event uh, going on. I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, what I've noticed mm -hmm. is, the reason I bring that up is that, and it's, and it's okay for Christine to resist the neighbor because she can't not, but that doesn't affect you. But I can tell you that on a relative level, <clears throat> I noticed that the worst things that have ever happened to me, and there have been some rough ones, the, uh, but, but I noticed that the, the worst things that have ever happened to me have ended up being the greatest gifts I ever received. And I, that, that is just, it is crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It's hard to really even cough those words out in a way. But it's absolutely true. If, 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 I, if I had not lived in a park, I wouldn't be in this room with you here today. If I had not gone to jail, I would not be in this room with you here today. If I had not been poverty stricken, if I had not been anything. See that like uh, the, the physical pain that I have now, it's, uh, I, I need that. I have no idea why, right? I just know that if I didn't need it, I wouldn't have it. So apparently what it does, what all of these things do is they keep me focused on this. And so that, and, and I need a constant reminder because Fredness on its own doesn't come to this room, right? It just doesn't. It doesn't come to this room and it's not, and it's not, particularly useful other than as a bad example. So we're going completely against the grain. It's just like a trick that, you know, God's just trying to pull off to, to, to make this into a reasonable unit, right? And to make it in, into, a, a, into a spiritual teacher and all of that. We're just going completely against the grain. So I need these constant reminders, but I don't, it doesn't mean I want them. It doesn't mean that they're, because these things, I promise you, my elbows do not fall into the, the, in line with my preferences, with the unit's preferences. It just doesn't. But I know that it's absolutely necessary. Is it actually, and now here's the funny thing. I can't actually tell you that it's necessary for Fredness. See, I can tell a story about that, that I need these 
constant reminders and everything. And that's true. It does feel like that. Do I know that that's true? No. What I do know that's true is that whatever it is that's happening here, it is necessary for the whole. And if I recognize that I am the whole, then I cease to be so concerned with what happens here, right? It's just uh, like Ramakrishna, the Indian saint, used to say, you know, they would, when he was dying, and they said, please eat, 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 eat. And he checked, and he, and he used to call divinity uh, the mother. And he checked, he said, I'll, I'll check with mother and let you know. And so he went into a kind of samadhi thing and, and came back out, and, and he said, um, no, she says she's, that, she's feed, that, that I'm eating plenty through all the other mouths. So in other words, she's just telling this one, it's, it's, it's fine for that one to die because it doesn't affect anything. It's just, you know, it's just like me watching a flower wilt and saying, now this is wrong. This is, this is before it's time. It, there's no such thing as before it's time. There's just, it's doing what it's doing. And I can just look at that doing what it's doing and not judge it, not, not decide, make decisions around it. And, and the, what was it? Someone said earlier that the, you know, the grass grows by itself. The grass does grow by itself. It doesn't actually need my input, unless it does, at which point I throw seed on the lawn, whatever it is. But that still is, that's just happening. That's not my input. But it'll feel like a, it's, that's neither my input as spreadness, nor is it my input as awakeness. It's just what's happening but it will feel like that it will be Fred doing it. And then Fred will ratchet that up and say, no, it's just oneness. And then uh, noneness can say, no, it's neither one of them. I mean, it's just the truth is not in this world. The truth is not even about this world, but the closest thing to the truth, which is manifestation, we can't say manifestation is untrue. We just can't say that it's the end all be all, but the truth is not going to be found here. And, and, and whether, whether a Fred or a Christine is happy today will make absolutely no difference of, in tomorrow because there'll be new challenges tomorrow. This arising will have taken a whole new form and thank God <clears throat> I finally got that neighbor off my back and, uh, and here come these damn inspectors. I can't believe it. it's just, <clears throat> the, it's, you cannot go at this trying to push away or cure the symptoms. If you know, it's just, you have to go after the thing itself and the thing itself is always the same thing. It's identification. It's misidentification. Is it, you know, these things, because this, 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 this awakening that you've experienced, it's not, it's not about Christine. It's not for Christine, not against Christine. There's no Christine, but it's not, it's, it's, it is, and the unit will, will very likely benefit from it, but that's a side effect. It's not, designed specifically, uh, designed, doesn't happen specifically, the 
for the benefit of the experiencing unit. It's it's this when I build when I when I build my house, my hammer doesn't get really excited. It's not you know it's just not about the hammer. It's about it's about the house, and and that it's not about the tool. And and this is a tool. It's just a tool. I mean, it's a great tool. Don't get me wrong. I'm very fond of this one, but it's still just a tool. It's and and as I give up the need to satisfy this one, and Fred will never give up the need to satisfy Fred. That is just not happening. We are hardwired for that, and there's no and there's no reason we shouldn't be. But what we can do is we begin as we get clearer and clearer, we can begin to notice patterns, and with when conscious awakeness is present then a miracle occurs, which is that we actually begin to notice patterns that are not in our benefit. In other words, that don't, that do not serve the unit, that do not serve the whole, that simply feel, eh, eh, right? That's just, that's, I, I can't pretend that there's no sense of judgment at all. There will be. We can just say skillful and unskillful because that's not quite so, that doesn't take a position of good or bad. It's still judgmental. It still comes from a from a center. But but we got to you and I are talking, and we can't we got to use the language the best we can. It's if I can recognize that actually that. I am not, I am not afraid experiencing the world. The thing that's closer to the truth than that is that I am the world experiencing a Fred. And only when I think I am Fred am I fearful. Because I think I know what should happen in Fred's life, just like you do. In a sense that you know your neighbor should lay off, and I'm not you know though I'm not voting for your neighbor doing this. I just noticed she's doing it anyway. She's doing it regardless of my wishes. So, but there can there is the sense very, and I get it completely that my neighbor ought not to be doing this. This is not you know this is not right, and and I can believe all of that exactly as long as I want to suffer. But I can come. To even if it's even if it starts out intellectually, you gotta start somewhere, and we used intellect to go beyond the intellect. Start somewhere and say, you know, it certainly and be candid with yourself. Tell yourself the truth. It feels like my neighbor ought not to be doing like this. That's the way it feels, right? It when you know when I was in jail, it felt like you know, well, what's a nice guy like me doing in a place like this, right? It's the, the, this is wrong, but actually it wasn't, not for the whole, and it wasn't even wrong for the unit. If it had not been miserable for the unit, then I would not have been required to surrender. And in the absence of surrender, then everything goes the same way it always did, which is just horrid to, for you and me. It's not a skillful unit left to its own devices. 
if I can if 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 I can recognize that I am I am the world experiencing a Christine, then I can see that you know that Christine counts or that unit, the Christine unit, the Christine character, fine, all that counts. I'm not saying it doesn't count. I'm saying it doesn't matter, but it does count and it can feel important. And it is important because it's my experiences. Awakeness is experiencing itself as a Christine. So we don't want to just reject awakeness's experience out of hand. But we intellectually have to begin to accept the fact, really notice it and really begin to accept the fact. I don't know what's good for me. And I can say that as I can say that as a whiteness, I can say that as Fredness, whatever. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what's bad for me as a whiteness. Just there just is this. And 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 I have one job in this life as an end as, as as the sense of an independent unit. I have one job and only one job. And that job is that is to try to get on board with what is. That when what is is what ising, I need to try to figure out a way to get on board with that, only because I'll suffer if I don't. That that's even if it's selfish motivation, it will lead to unselfishness. So I don't really care what anybody's motivation is. It's not because it's there's no one there that's not your motivation. Just what's happening through you, and it's so what's happening through your neighbor. There's no neighbor there either. It's an empty unit. And if you will look at it as the mechanical thing that it is, it can't not do what it's doing. It's not even doing this against you. It's doing for itself. And, 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 and because it, and it's operating from a certain belief system. And I know it's false and you know it's false, know it's false, but she doesn't know it's false. That unit is doing the very best that it can to get through the world, but it's operating from a center. And no matter which way it goes, it's just a matter of how much destruction am I going to do? How much chaos am I going to create? I can be, I can be Mother Teresa, but if I'm not aware or someone just like Mother Teresa without an awareness of divinity, and I'm going to end up with just a mess. So, but, but guess what? It's a divine mess even then. So I, I wore that out, but I apparently uh, felt the need there. So those words, those words have now been shared. Carter, how can I help you, sir? Thank you very much, Christine. Thank you. Very helpful. Good. You've already helped me. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, just the answer from Christine of, of that sense of oneness. But I've had, I don't know, things have been popping. I don't know, the sense of meditation on, on freedom and the fact that freedom I can never find out there. I can only find in here. And love I can never find out there. I can only find out here. But I'm still laughing at, uh, I think, Byron Katie running out into the desert, which I've done myself. And realizing I'm inhabiting a crazy person. It's yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm at the mercy of a crazy person. God, right. But I, there's something else I just heard recently that really I don't know helped me, and it was about a Nobel Prize winner. And 
I always felt because my father was a great uh, admiral and my uncle was a great ambassador that I should be a great scientist and I should get my PhD and get the Nobel Prize. And then I'd be loved and happy and joyous and everything would be wonderful and I'd be truly loved in a world. And a Nobel Prize winner said, you know, a Nobel, this is a guy that won the Nobel Prize, said the Nobel Prize was the consolation prize for not getting the love I wanted. Wow. 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 Yeah. yeah. Consolation prize. That's right. Yeah, but it still wasn't. Another, it's another thing. It's another thing. Yeah. It's, you ended up in the park, but some people end up with a hundred million dollars and they still don't have that sense of happiness. I know some of them. Yeah. Um, Not a lot. But I do know some. <laughs> um, I, I, and the love part of it, which you only talk about, you don't, I don't know. I was reading a, a lady named Jan Frazier that had a sudden awakening and fear. She said that fear had dropped away and she realized that fear had just had been inhabiting her life constantly. And when it sort of disappeared, it was filled with love. Mm -hmm. Because it was just covering up the love. Yeah. That's all. It wasn't. Love just appeared. Oh, because okay. it can't not. Same thing as the truth. <laughs> the book of undoing, unknowing, and unveiling is that the truth is always here. If we just pull away the crap that we put on top of it, then the truth shows up by itself. It can't not. It's the foundation of everything. But when we're, we're but our thoughts and beliefs and, and, and uh, assumptions and opinions and all that, we just dice that out onto, uh, you know, slice it and dice it and throw it on top of the truth and we can't see it, right? It's, it's that we, it becomes, ours becomes an entirely conceptual experience and I'm not conceptual. That's like, you know, I did go out into the desert one time. I was getting really antsy and I went out into the desert to just get silence. And what I found out in the deserts was instead of silence was this ringing in my ear that I'd never heard in the city <laughs> and was horrified and came back in. But, but now through your teachings and other non-dual teachings, I've found the silence. Yeah. It's a little like fi finding the uh, love. Yeah, because it's what, the, what I notice about uh, what I know, what you are is uh, we could say that you are space-like. You're not space or time, but you're space-like. And and what we can and what we can notice is that the this this spaciousness that you are is already still. Yeah. already silent the state the qualities of 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 space this spaciousness are already silence and stillness and i am silence and i am stillness but i am steady looking for silence and stillness because i have heard that there is some experience other than this one but when as kathleen says if they're just this it's hard for me to find an experience 
other than this, whatever it is, this experience that I'm having at the moment. It's actually impossible for me to find some other, some experience other than this one. But this one, I mean, I didn't look, I wasn't, I didn't, I can promise you I didn't sign up for this one, right? I didn't, I, I, I signed up for a much more explosive and an entertaining and, and, um, and illuminating, this, you know, with constant and orgasmic too. Don't forget that. Hey. And, you know, that's what I signed up for. And, and this is what I got. And it takes time before it come, it before it can be realized through the, the concepts that the unit clings to. It takes time before we realize that this is better than that ever dreamed of, right? That this and this, because it's now, I don't need extraordinary experience. Ordinary experience works for me. It's just, wow, you mean, oh yeah. And it's the, Betsy's always saying, it's the little things, it's the little things. And she's right. It's the, it's because all the, the wonderful little things, the little, mundane little things that occur in life that they're they're really not mundane at all it's all divine and I, I i don't need to i don't need to find divinity i just need to admit to it Just if you're talking about Kathleen and what you just talked about to Kathleen, I mean, I mean Christine, not Kathleen. Christine, my wife is coming home. She's been away for three weeks, and she's in a lot of physical pain and is in disabled in many ways, and has some sores and has a lot of demands on my precious time, and and uh, and she's been away for three weeks at a, at a health health place. And she's coming back this afternoon, and there's a and uh, there's a part of me that really is like, oh shit, you know, it's uh, all this. I love her very much, and we have had orgasms on top of mountaintops and in tropical pills and incredible experiences everywhere. But now, you know, with this old age shit, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, this is not what I signed up for. Right. Here's the walking off into the sunset, you know, those happy uh, gray haired people, you know, on the beach. (laughs) And yet, uh, underlying that, you remind me, underlying that is the silence, is the love, is the peace. And that's what you feel that's the resonance that we all feel when we come here is that we, 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 when we come here, we accept our own divinity through all of these. We accept our own divinity and we, it's sometimes it's more easily, easily accepted through others. It's more admitted to others. And you can hear, you can hear divinity speak. It's not always speaking from this chair. There's a whole lot of, whole lot of teachers in here, and there's a room full of them, which is wonderful. Because this teaching has no teacher other than the one who's presently, whoever that is. Sometimes divinity speeches speaks through the judge that says you got to go to jail. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And 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 whoever wants to look back on that and say you're right. <laughs> 
And I do need to go to jail. Better not go too easy on me. I won't work out. I'll, I'll just be a mess. I mean, God Almighty. <laughs> More, Carter? No, I think I'm complete. Yes, the silence is here. That that just brought me back to running, running, running out into the desert looking for the silence, and finally I get out in the middle of fucking nowhere, and the sun is just starting to rise in the beautiful, spacious desert, and there's not silence. There's this ringing in my ears. Yeah, if it just wasn't for this ringing, I'd be all right. That's right. I came yeah. hightailing back into town talking to doctors and whatever, and yeah. I had to talk to Dr. Fred Ness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, doc, the doctor's in. I don't, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on the internet. You're going to give me that place. Oh, yes, that's the answer to the koan. I love yes, that. that's it. That's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> son, my son. What was it now? It was like... <laughs> Go forth and sin no more. <laughs> okay, thanks, Fred. Thank you very much, Carter. Always a pleasure. Kathleen, hello, dear. Yes. Uh, hi, Fred, and hi, everybody. And uh, Christine, condolences on your father. Um, you got me thinking. I deal with chronic pain, and I'm often telling myself, you know, this is what is and it's perfect. And one way to convince myself of that is I, you know, list all the benefits the unit gets out of it. Um, and there's been a lot. I mean, it, it certainly keeps me enthused about uh, staying awake and staying clear. And um, it's really deconstructed the ego, which is also helpful uh, for clarity. But I've lost a lot of my identity. I kind of had to go through the shame. And I dropped that recently. And I'm like, oh, I carried that all my life. Like I had to have a, a certain image or be a certain person. And with these health problems, I can't. So I was feeling really bad about that. So I just dropped it. It's like, oh, I'm kind of glad I lived to drop that because um, that was something I didn't even know I had. So, I mean, it's teaching me wonderful things. And I do have faith that it's for the, in, you know, best for the unit, but the unit still would rather not have it. Yeah. And um, so, but I really liked what you just said. What reminded me of another thought I'd had is um, it's necessary for all of reality. And I'd been telling myself that a couple of days ago, it's like my physical pain is holding the entire universe together which gives it like a real epic importance and um, makes me feel like, oh, wow, I really have to do this um, because everything's absolutely interrelated. So if I could just lift this pain away, then the whole universe would implode. And of course, that would be terrible. So um, it's just a good way to look at it. It's like, oh, yeah. And, and that doesn't mean it won't ever go away um, because that would mean that's what the universe needs but it's very helpful to see it's it's not just about me it's like I have to hold this space for oneness and endure these trials because without it none of you would be here um, nothing would be right so I just wanted to share that yeah we have to remember that when we're seeing oh I'm getting some back so I'm going to mute you 
yeah, that's where it was. So, so we have to uh, be willing to admit that we don't know. We just don't know. What is it that we don't know? We don't even know that. We just don't know. We live when when I when I live in in the great unknowing. I notice I don't have any great complaints. But once I know how things should be and that this isn't it, and it's always going to be that way for the unit. I mean, you'll get a, a unit that is more or less acquiescent, but I think this one, you know, and I, and I think yours probably too, from what I've heard, there's, um, there's just enough rebel there, you know, that, I mean, I was always known to be a guy who would cut his nose off despite his face. And, so there's always going to be that initial rebellion to uh, to this, whatever this is, right? In uh, like and on the waterfront, and they uh, no, it wasn't on the waterfront. It was a different different movie that the, something about the I've forgotten when Marlon Brando and he was a you know, it was a motorcycle bad boy, and and they said. Uh, and they said, what are you resisting? And he said, what do you got? And that's kind of the way I always was, right? He said, what do you got? I, I resist that because I can't think of anything myself. But if you can, I'd be helpful. So although there may be always be resistance here, and, there, and I'm not trying to override that. Override, trying to override the resistance is that's the, always the first move. And it's always the poorest. I don't want to override that. I want to undermine it. I want to undermine it with doubt. Because I know that this is something. Is that true? Do you really, really, really know that? Do you know that you know that? No. There's the doubt. The, the, that, 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 that seed of doubt is the seed of the other extreme. And it's the seed of movement. It's the seed of seeing that this thing is, is never, never ceasing. And that whatever position I have at, within that at this moment, whichever experience, whatever it is that Fredness is experiencing at this moment, is exactly what's needed for the whole. And even though that's an intellectual position, it's still a way to, but it's, it's still a comfort. But if you if you maintain that as an intellectual position, it will change. It will move beyond an intellectual position, and it will just be where I just it, where that a Fred present moment is a rarity. Yeah, just that's and that's the honest to God truth. It just is. I'm not. It's there's a, there's a, a there's a background of Fredness here always. But that's not the same thing as a Fred present moment, because a Fred present moment is a running argument with what is. Because I, I, know, I know so much better. But when I don't know, I feel so much better. Mike. Hey, um, I wanted to thank all myself for my kindness. Yeah. Um, you know, just like with Kathleen saying, it's, I noticed the difference between it's not just about me as opposed to how that can be 
inverted, like in you know the recovery rooms. It's not just about you, you know. It's not just about me, and it's kind of a shaming thing. It's about no, it's a relief. It's not just about this me. <laughs> what a difference! And uh, it reminds me of Julie's um, drawing of you know. Or let me back that up. Um, I, I heard something about you know the me is this conceptual box around you know dividing infinity, like like Julie's picture that she's shown us, and and unconsciously was focusing on this me is the same as depriving myself of oxygen by knowing that I am all me. So unconsciously, you know, if you have that box, it's going to start to deprive, the oxygen is going to be depleted with all this thinking about just this me. It's all this me. But yeah, like, so when you were talking to Alvaro, um, you know, with the kindness of, you know, of, of, of what you were saying, and I also wanted to like add for me, like the, oh, <laughs> um, the app, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of a fear and a panic in even asking the question in the first place. Like, it's like, I'm preparing myself to like, what am I going to do about that panic or that fear that might be coming? You know, but you know, and so just kind of marveling at the at the kindness that's willing to ask, willing to answer, um, and it's just so important because, like, I, I had a clip, moment of clarity once about the, the fourth step of AA. You know, that is, you know, make this list. You know, you've got this, you know, all these questions, all these possibilities. That you know, there's well, obviously the kindness of AA that allows for getting out of one part of the self to, you know, to, to make that list. But when they say that, you know, thoroughness is so important, I, I realize that it, part of thoroughness, I mean, but primary in thoroughness, what is, what include, what is included in thoroughness is kindness. You know, so if you, you know, if you're at a place where you, you know, you don't need to make that list or like in your recovery book, you know, one page where you realize, you know, you're the number one, uh, bad opinion about yourself, don't be making a list about, about a, a bunch of, you know, worse opinions. Like what, you know, Chris was pointing out, which was great. You know, I had that experience too. Like, you know, I'm seeing this in the other person and, I'm, you know, it seems like I really, you know, that person talks a lot. <laughs> That's really ego, how much ego there is. And I'm, I'm recognizing like, gosh, what do I do about the fact that I'm seeing that ego? Isn't that, I'm seeing ego in myself, right? But that kind of some kind of clarity there, which I know is not clarity because there's a, it's a, it's a harshness of clarity. There's a, you know, there's a, a, a bad opinion unit here. <laughs> there's that, that runs along. That, you know, that's what's running. That's always going to be running around here. You know? So I have to have this kindness to this bad opinion self unit experiencing going on here. You know, yes. <laughs> that, uh, it's, it's just a very interesting experience. So I want to bring it back again to, you know, it's, you know, the kindness is part of thoroughness. It's, I'm so glad you guys are helping me see it, you know, so thank you. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. The, the, we can sometimes get this, this reverse thing going on, which is that, you know, is that I, I'm not, <clears throat> uh, I, what I always like to think is that I'm the best, Right? I'm just the best. I'm the best. 
but when I don't think I'm the best, I believe I'm the worst. I'm just, but I'm still special on the other end of the spectrum. I'm never just some guy who's plugging his way through life one step at a time, right? They're just bumping, because I'm bumping my way through the world. That's the truth. That's how I learn, is that this, is that this unit just bumps its way. It bumps its way left, it bumps its way right. Um, and it's doing the very best that it can. It's neither the best nor the worst. It's one off. And that's maybe the toughest position to take, just one off. You know, when I watch this thing, some, once in a while I'll put it on the speaker view, but I usually put this on the, on the, the uh, whatever they call it, the, the large the viewer were all the little squares and because I don't like for this one to because otherwise if I'm if I say something that I get really big in front of my face and I you know and I might think that I have something to say <laughs> right <laughs> that you know there's some sort of specialness that may fall out of it or something and much better for me to remain one off Right, just one off. That that that's it. I'm not. It, it's not a. It's not a better than. It's not a worse than. I'm not. I'm not better or worse than Christine's neighbor. I am Christine's neighbor. And and I and I am doing the best that I can. But I'm awfully awfully limited because I am. I'm over here and I'm snoring. Yeah. Just not, not just not just not just got my eyes closed, but I'm actually snoring, and that's the I'm so deeply unconscious. And when we look around the world, that's the that's that is the typical situation. These people are not, you know, it's the same reason that you know that, that you can't give this away to most people, right? But those of us for whom this is precious, it's the most precious thing in the world. But if you're not one of those who believe this is the most precious thing in the world, then it's just malarkey, right? I, I don't care. I don't care a thing. Well, they're just nuts. I don't know. My even even my doctor who engaged me, right, about truth and and um, one of my uh, orthopedists engaged me to to find out about truth or whatever. But when he went to the website and he looked around and said, "Oh, that's really cool. You got your own little cult, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes, we've got a we have a cult here. And, uh, it, it's just he just doesn't because he couldn't get it. He just couldn't. He couldn't. And he, and and I and my sense is that he didn't see the value in it, but he could smell the value. That's the reason he engaged me as much as he did. He could smell there was something there, but there was also the stench of eradication. <laughs> and who who moves into that welcomely with with welcome arms? Nobody. I didn't. I shouldn't expect my doctor to. My doctor suffers enough. He'll he'll be he'll be ringing me. He'll be ringing me. He knows of this. Once we want that there is a there is a saying, and I think it's true that. Once you have heard of enlightenment, you are, uh, you're pretty well doomed. 
right? It, that, that thing will, will eat you up from there. I don't, you know, when I, if, if I catch the flu, it's not because um, I ate a, 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 a turkey or a tomato or whatever, it's because I got one tiny, tiny, tiny little germ and it just ate me up alive. It's really so wonderful to be here with you. Thank all of you so much for the gift of, of allowing us to have this time together. There's nothing in my life that is more meaningful than this. I love you. And next week is staycation. So there will be no satsang next week. So I'll see you in two weeks. And it is, uh, and if I got that wrong, I'll announce it. But I don't think I have it wrong. Oh, you can always look at the website and find out exactly when the satsang is. I think, Matt, if you look at the little calendar on the thing, I think I've got it mapped out for the next couple of months. So you can, you can. Mm. Thank you, everybody. I love you. Bye-bye.